Hello, I'm Reginald Grant. Welcome to Reginald Grant uh, on Anchor. I have my guest today, Tim Burley from Hutchinson, Minnesota with WelcomeHomes.net. Welcome, Tim. Well, hello, Reggie. Great to be on uh, with you again here. Some great things happening. And, you know, we we look at the world today and say we've got COVID and we've got this and we've got this. But I, I look at it and say we've got a lot of wonderful things happening. And if we focus on that, we become a lot better people. And this is an opportunity. Adversity often creates opportunities. An opportunity to empower yourself, make yourself a better person, to make the people around you better, to elevate those around you. And I know you're doing some great work with WalkerHome.Vet, not only in Minnesota, but in Los Angeles and across the country. So tell us about that. Well, we, we actually opened up offices now in Amer- our American Legion in Hutchinson, Minnesota, uh, decided that Welcome Home Vet was an incredible program. So they actually cleaned out offices and, and granted us offices there. We have uh, offices now up in Sock Center, Minnesota, uh, at the Eagles Healing Nest, which is a, veter- a place for veterans to go heal with honor. Uh, it's completely free for veterans. In fact, they were just out. We were working with them. Uh, they sent a team out to Los Angeles, uh, you know, during the dead of winter, which is great for Minnesotans to get the heck out of here. Uh, <laughs> uh, but they, uh, what we do is we gather things here in Minnesota for the uh, homeless veterans out in Los Angeles area. And Melanie Butler and her team go out there about two times a year and, and probably break every Los Angeles law there is. And unfortunately, you know, they're, they're not real happy with people helping the homeless. But when it comes to veterans, uh, we really don't care. And we have the people out in Los Angeles, the boots on the ground to, to distribute these hygiene packages. Uh, we have nine veterans or nine veterans who were homeless in Los Angeles, uh, who were hoping to get up here to Minnesota to go through healing and get them back into homes and, and back into being, uh, the great people we know they are, uh, Welcome Home Vet now has incubated some vet businesses out of the uh, Eagles Healing Nest right now. We've, we've, of course, been dealing with some of the struggles with finances and things like that that a lot of veterans that are experiencing with COVID and things like that. But uh, everything is really coming together where we're just providing a, a transition assistance program for vets getting out of the military, finding them jobs, homes, uh we helped a veteran, a young veteran spouse today with a, her resume just to get that updated. So every day it's kind of a new, how can we help? And even in teaching people veterans communication or language, uh, I was explaining to a, a woman who called earlier, her husband is in uh, treatment for alcoholism. And, and she said, I don't understand why he won't answer my questions. And I was able to put it from a veteran's perspective to her. And it was funny because she said, oh, my God, you just explained it so perfectly. Now, how do I change to adapt to that? That's impactful. Well, the the whole thing when we're transitioning out of the military is we're, we're different. Veterans have a, a different language. Uh, we've been exposed to different things. Everybody's heard the joke about veterans walk in and, and three or four veterans walk into a restaurant. And all of them fight to have their back to the wall facing the door. Well, that situational awareness, which the day we enter the military, we're trained in is always have, you know, watch your back, keep your partner there, look forward, you know, look for any kind of a threat. It's it's just a natural instinct. And when you drill that into somebody's head day after day, 
you know, my wife still has things that she has to sometimes overcome and I have to explain <laughs> it to her. <laughs> Adapt and adjust uh, to the different mindset and, and the mental process of being direct, succinct, and just, you know, answering questions on point without per- pontificating about a lot of irrelevant boo-boo. Exactly. And, you know, we're, we're so blessed with having, you know, people like you, the NFL Players Association, all these, uh, you know, Arnie Costell, just those great individuals who kind of jump in and say, how can we help? And it, it's wonderful. We did the telethon back in uh, earlier this year. We're getting ready for uh, another program we have here in Hutchinson called Saluting Community Heroes, which if anybody's interested, look at that one. That pulled every vet organization into a community, which normally they kind of argue amongst each other and created one big open, hey, we're all in this for veterans first. And uh, I get a lot of people saying, how do you go into a community and make a community understand veterans? And uh, we have negotiated jobs for veterans here. I get about 30 job listings a day for veterans that are have higher pay because the companies that contact us no, we're not going to accept $15 an hour. That's, that's what they're hoping for minimum wage. These guys are leaders. They dealt with huge budgets. Uh, they know logistics. They show up for work on time. They're loyal. No, no, no. That's not how we're doing this. You go 25 and we'll get you a vet to fill that job and he'll make you money. So we look at the positives. And as we were even speaking before this about kids, uh, we're, we spend so much time looking at what's wrong with kids, we forgot to look at what's right with them. It's the same with veterans. We spend too much. Everybody's talking about the negatives about everybody else when we have a whole human population with a huge amount of talent and, and, and just great things about humans that we should all be using. That we should all be and celebrating. We should all be elevating ourselves by being associated with people that are such committed people that are willing to give their life for their principles and uh, freedom in this country. Exactly. And, and, and yes, we, you know, we, we were talking about, you know, people kneeling or people upset with the flag or people upset with these kind of things. You know, if we take a step back and it doesn't matter what your race, color or creed is, if you take a step back and you say, included, why do they feel this way? And we start asking that question and asking each other that question. We have the solutions. Uh, you know, minus our government, which is basically a bunch of hired people, you know, people who bought <laughs> stuff. They, they you have know, own, their hey, own agenda and own self-interest and own group self-interest and own lobbyist self-interest. And, and we can go on and on and on, right? And no matter which party or affiliation it is. Everybody's got their own agenda. So it's always good to be around people that are about elevating other people. And that's why it's so powerful to be associated and, and, and work with you and, and Paul and welcomehome.vet. And uh, you guys just doing great work on the ground, making a difference. And that's the whole thing I told somebody this morning. You know, I don't wake up in the morning and worry who my congressman is or who my president is. I wake up knowing who my God is who I love in my family and who my family is, who my friends are and who my community is. If I can focus on those things, I haven't got time to worry about what they're doing over on that end of the spectrum. Right. That you have no okay. impact over. Exactly. I, I, I control every day of my life. And, you know, I ask the people who surround me to, to assist me with that. 
Uh, I had a, a pastor once say something about God never puts more than our shoulders will bear. And I said, you know what? God didn't put us here alone. We all have shoulders. We all carry that load together. And in the veterans community, we have more and more people coming up saying, how can I help? And Welcome Home Vet has done so much in our community. I get calls from our economic development director saying, hey, Tim, we've got land we just set aside for veteran businesses, a buck for an acre. And it's like, well, are you? Are they open for other businesses? No. If a veteran comes in and wants to open a business here, we'll sell them the property for a buck. Wow. I, guess that, I, might, that, I might need to come to Minnesota more often. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, uh, what do you got, Reggie? You will develop it. I mean, there are so many different businesses. Drone flight. Uh, I just worked with the uh, technical school here the other day. Uh, in fact, we've been talking about the drone flight and getting it accredited. I was talking to a tech school, and they said, we can do that for you. And he's already working on it. And so we, we look at the possibles and the doables, not the impossible and the we're never going to get it done. And, it's and when it comes to finances, that. we'll figure that out. Yep. Give it to a veteran when you want the job done right. Exactly. So we're just having fun. And, you know, you wake up in the morning and you know you're going to get that call. You'll get that you know, veteran in a crisis situation. And the, the thing we can deliver with Welcome Home Vet to anybody getting out of the military, to somebody who's just saying, I don't know what I'm going to do with my life as a veteran. We, we offer one, I tell, it's a four letter word. It's called hope. And, and, and we'll help you in that, in that travel. And it's not only the vet, it's their family, their kids, our, right. our local high school. Our local high school is a veteran. Every veteran who is in our community who has children, whether they go, all their kids go to a veteran guidance counselor at the school because he understands veterans' kids are different than your normal civilian kid. They've traveled a lot more. They're much more diverse. Uh, they might have had study issues where this subject was different here than here. Or they've had a dad who deployed or a mom who deployed for a year, and, and they're still dealing with some of that trauma. Well, when we can recognize that, we can solve a lot of problems. And as more and more communities take on the welcomehome.vet program and, and accept that training and start listening and learning, uh, they just become better communities because of it. Explain that, the community program that welcomehome.vet offers. Well, Welcome Home dot Vet is a transition program, and it's not only for veterans getting out of the service. I mean, we work with veterans across the board. But what we do is we work with corporations, businesses. Now, Welcome Home Vet is part of VetTap, which is a corporation, uh, because we have to pay people to do the job. Now, the good thing is we're not like your typical organization that says, hey, let's go spend. We made $3 million. Let's go have a party to celebrate that. Uh, we set caps on everybody. And our jobs are, we actually keep our jobs with the cost of living and, and with what we're doing. We, I don't need $3 million and, and walk around in, in Armani suit to help that. <laughs> Although I'd love an Armani suit. I hear they're pretty, but anyway, uh, so we, corporations, cities, businesses, uh, recruiting, we, we can bring business, we can bring Veterans to businesses with specific, uh, we're looking for welders right now. Our, our local hospital is looking for a respiratory therapist. 
the military has those positions. So we work with the people getting out and say, how can we fill those? And then those companies, uh, the community already knows the veterans coming in. We have spiritual guidance for them. We have realtors here. They've all been trained in who these individuals are, and they all sign an ethics agreement to make sure that these veterans are treated with the utmost care and respect. We saw two young ladies who were high school students. We addressed the high school, and these two young ladies saw a Vietnam veteran who was on one of those scooters at Walmart, and they walked with him and helped him do his shopping. Only And he said, why are you doing this? And they said, we had a veteran come in and tell us we should we should serve because you served, and we don't have to do that with weapons, so we're going to help you. Now, a little while later, I saw him back in the toilet paper section. He was buying the cheap stuff, and they were arguing with him that he should buy Charmin. Uh, and that didn't go well, but otherwise... <laughs> Different perspectives. <laughs> I, I tell you what, a Vietnam veteran likes their rough toilet paper and they're not using that foo-foo stuff. So <laughs> right, there we go. Oh, that's but, but seeing these two young ladies walk up and say, sir, we see you're a veteran. And actually, I told them, look for the hat. Because Vietnam veterans, or a lot of veterans, wear a hat. And I said, if you see the hat and, the, and they're struggling or they're, they're disabled, go ask if you can help. And feel good about yourself because you're not sir. You're now you're serving. How do so you elevate it, others around you? That's such an important exactly. lesson. Exactly. And those two young ladies left with the biggest smile on their face, and they know they did something for their country and another human. That's right. all that's important. That's everything. Yes. So I mean, we're. We're, we have an American Legion here. We're going to see growth for the first time in 20 years in our community. We have a, a Sons of the American Legion that's actually uh, was chartered back in 1981 or 81. Haven't done anything, and now they have 23 young men and women or young men who are going to be volunteering this summer, helping put up the crosses at the for Memorial Day. They're actually helping us build the rest of a of that memorial we have here. Uh, so we're not only getting veterans involved in our community, we're getting young people and sons and daughters of veterans included. That's amazing. So as we work with more communities, you know, going out to Los Angeles, yeah, it's a, it's a big city, but you can do the same thing in, in suburb areas of, listen, here's how you treat a veteran. Here's, here's where they're going to be a little different. They might walk by you in the morning and, and call you a weird name, but it's not because they, they're being rude. It's because they don't want that closeness because in the military, we never know. You know, we love our brothers and sisters, and you know that, Reggie. You right. probably saw a veteran. You served. There's an intrinsic love there, but we never wanted to get too close because we might lose them the next day. And once people understand that, it, the language becomes clearer. So that's what's wonderful about the program is we, we get to teach people who our heroes are and we get to make heroes out of them for helping them. That's amazing. And that is Tim Burley with WelcomeHome.Vet coming to you live and in person from Hutchinson, Minnesota. Tim, thank you so yeah. very much for coming on. We appreciate you. Much love for the work you're doing in Hutchinson, Los Angeles, and across the nation. 
And again, that's welcomehome.vet. Thank you much, Reggie. And it's well, all you have to do is type in www.welcomehome.vet and you can find all kinds of information about us and how to contact us. Feel free. We love talking to people and teaching. Thank you so much, man. You make a difference. I appreciate you, man. I love you too there. Have a great day, Reggie. Thank you. Bye.